Welcome to the world of Thea, a wondrous and imaginary place where tall ships, magic and adventure, calls to the hearts of many brave women and men such as yourselves. Whether you've come seeking profit, fame, titles, or perhaps even glory for the nations you've chosen to serve, one thing is certain, the more you risk, the greater will be your reward. We send you now to join with your new crew aboard the Seraphim. She's a proud ship, with a stout captain and a strong crew. And even though this be her maiden voyage, your mission is so important that news of it has already begun to spread across the seas. So sharpen your cutlass, prime your muskets, and ready yourselves for the journey of a lifetime. The tides be right, and it's time we were away. Good evening, and welcome back to another episode of The Secrets of the Seraphim. I'm Raz, and I am joined by Gregor, Alisa, and Yezbo Monero. And we are now back in the waters of around Thea, boarding Thea. So Castile, where the everyone was heading, the Seraphim under Gregor's guidance, and Elisa Thomas, after just dealing with Becca O'Rourke and the situation that happened out with the Sultana's Pleasure, a great slaver galley that was taking back new members of a harem for the Sultana of the Crescent Empire. Uh, after that whole situation broke down, Becca kept one hostage. They took another. They kind of swapped for a surety, and they made their way back to Castile, which is modern-day Spain and Portugal. It's one nation sort of combined at this point in this game. So they are off on one of the islands, which are known as the Azores. But this particular island is known as Porto de los Cielo, and its town on it is San Miguel. So the Seraphim was able to cross those waters in another 12 days, and she arrived on the 14th of June and set a lookout immediately, Got started to get resupplied. Um, they found Omar to be very helpful with the crew. He did his duties. He, he acted just like, um, if anything, one night with bad weather, he, you know, he told the captain he'd even help at the helm. Uh, very, very, you know, accomplished sailor, seaman. Gregor, you kind of took to him after a while because you realize this guy's been around for so long. He's in his like late forties. He's very yeah. knowledgeable. Um, he's be, even talking to you about how to install some of those extra sails. Yeah, you know, that's that what I would stuff. be definitely asking about once we got the rapport open. Uh, yeah, a little bit untrustworthy at first, but you know, seeing how he genuinely wants to help, you know, do his job. You know. He thinks to 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 someone in his lifestyle, what what occurred didn't feel awkward to him. He's like, well, yeah, we we swap people for a while. It's no big deal. This is how we get everybody stays in line, and we found you know we finalize the deal. We're all on the same page. So for smugglers and the people of the black, that was just business, right? That's sort of how they do things. Um, so on the nineteenth, another ship comes comes in. It's the um, give me a moment because I forgot to write the things down. Uh, it's the Dorchester. It's a uh, Avalonian ship that happened to be. It's she's coming across, uh, just a galley, nothing super sized, but just a galley full of you know um, goods coming from the Atibian trading company, uh, the Atibian Sea rather. And uh, there's all kinds of commotion about. Oh my God, you know, rumor had it that Fort Freedom even got attacked. Nobody's talking about that. Everybody's good. Uh, if you wish to remember that, you can go back and re-listen to that episode when Fort Freedom was pounded <laughs> by our three of our cast members. But um, as that situation unveils itself, first down the gang gangplank is Yezebel Monero, and she's got her Yezebel. I'm sure you're dressed accordingly for your arrival back at, on your home island. Oh my god, yes? yeah, it's <laughs> okay. 
So a young boy comes up and, you know, Gregor and, and Annika are taking their time getting off the ship. They're talking to people they've made friends with on board. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we'll catch up. Yeah, Ezra's, yeah. I'm sorry, Ezra. Ezra's uh, on board with Annika. Make, they've made friends. Yeah, Gregor, you don't make a lot of friends. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. So, um, <laughs> Just not very likable. It's It just happens. It's, I'm just not on a new ship. No, you made friends with Omar. You're good. Uh, and uh, I have a plan. As, <laughs> and as this young boy sees you, he's like, excuse me, senorita. Are you Yasabel Manero? Um, see, si, yes, I am. Um, I have a message from an Edmundo, and he grabs your legs and he hugs you. I hug this small I, boy. I am to go get him. Please wait here a moment, Senorita. Oh, pl- <laughs> please! If do you want me to go with you? I. No, no, no. He said you have had a long journey. He's, he said I to go uh, get him imme- uh, immediately. Momento, momento. And he runs off. Okay. So so it's a bustling seaport. It's a beautiful day. Let me show you and the listeners. We can give a description of what this beautiful place looks like. What a delightful urchin, Graham. <laughs> urchin, Graham. I'm so happy to be home, everyone. Either that or orphan mail. Oh, mail. This is San Miguel. So San Miguel is the village in the background of the base of the mountains. This is the Azores. So if anybody knows anything about this, this is actually the island of San Miguel in real in, in our world. It's known as Porto de los Cielo, and it's because of this hole. This beautiful, giant, ginormous, basically... That is a gorgeous lake. Lake. Yeah. In the middle of the island, where a lot of... Uh, where Jezebel and her family would come down, they would ride horses to the edge and then, you know, hike their way down. Uh, it's just, it's just magnificent. The Azores are one of the most beautiful places on the planet. It's, it's phenomenal. So this is, this lake and the town itself is about a mile and a half from Jezebel's estate where her family had a mine, a silver mine and up in the mountains of the Azores. Uh, but this is, this is when you arrive. So you hear Jezebel from down the street. Ah! And that's Edmundo just closing distance rapidly. And he hugs you and he's like, oh, senora, senorita, senorita, I'm so glad that we are together again. You have no idea what it was like with that br- that barbarian. Oh, me that- amor, my darling. What what barbarian are we talking about? There are so many. Elisa! What did- she has no palate. <gasps> what did she, she do she, to you? She doesn't understand the difference of what types of cheeses and if they're baked or if they're... It's, she's unbelievable. Am I nearby? <laughs> Defending would, your no, cheese on her. I would like to defend my Vidacian palate. I would, I would like to <laughs> say for the listeners, everything Gregor is converted. was immediately offended and then busted out laughing when he. <laughs> she has, everything has to be covered in a red sauce or a white sauce. The pasta. She has, everything is just killed with the same taste. There's no flavor, no notes. It's I, so much. I know. I know, Mia more. It's, but you are well. The the ship, the crew. To hell with them! To hell with them, right. Was the... Come. Oh, the ship is over there. It's right there. You can't miss it. Oh, okay. And... The Lummox brought it in nice. He's a good he, good captain. He brought it in, no problem. But Oh, we did have some issue with Becca. Oh? But that's something... Uh, she took a girl. I think it's her sister-in-law of Elisa. Wait. She took her and left. Wait, no, what? no, please. Let her explain oh. it. My head, my, head, my head thumps every time I think of it. Right. So why don't you go back to... Why don't we go back to the ship and... 
no, no, not the ship. Everyone's staying in town. There's no one wants to be on that thing right now. It's they're, they're trying to air it out. There's a lot of smells. Smells. Come, come t- yes, they're in the tavern, not too far away. Please come. Oh my goodness! I take you there. Dios mío. Um, Edmundo, one moment. Hmm. See, si. I does have you reached out to, um, my mother? <gasps> no. No. Was I supposed to? No, you. I didn't. No, I didn't no, no. know how long we were going to be staying, and if I told her you were coming, and then you didn't show up. Oh my god. I'm going to suggest that, you know, people that want to come and stay, potentially, you know, come and stay at the big house. (gasps) Are you telling me I'm going to have a real kitchen? Yes, I'm telling you you're going to have a real kitchen. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. um, I will invite anyone. Invite the whole town. I don't care. I will come up with... And your mom. Fresh onions. I hand him the bag of gold that I've since acquired. Mm-hmm. Um, I cape like five or ten for myself, but I hand him like 17 gold. And I'm like, here, my friend, make something fantastic. I'm going to the ship, meet me there, and we'll all go over and see my my mother. But there's nobody, there's not a lot of people on the ship. Um, Omar's on the ship, and a few of the men are, they're loading up some stuff. They've been getting her ready and right, trying to just right. prepare some Everyone is at this. It just. Uh, Where are Elisa and and Gregor? This way, come oh. with me. I show you, and then I go shopping. Right, of course. <laughs> so yes, you are reunited with Elisa and Gregor. Sharing, you know, we're sitting at a table in a in a bar, just enjoying the local delicacies, and Isabel, Isabel, do with that what you will. You find us in a bar, right. Um, I don't make a big grand entrance when I what? enter the room. Wait. Um, I sneak around as best I can until I okay. get behind Elisa. I put a cheeky hand on her shoulder, lean in and go, have you tried the grilled octopus? It is absolutely delicious. I go, oh, sweet. Jeez. Oh, my. I should have known. Ha! I am alive. All is well. I was riddled with holes like an eyes and cheese. There were people walking in dreams. Don't worry about it. I shot a man in the ass. I am fine. Huh? That sounds like one of your songs. I'm. You know, I, I... I've been working on a ballad. When you are sitting in an Avalonian rust bucket for two fucking weeks and you have nothing to do but sing songs because it's not like I was working on the ship so I could be useful to anyone. No. Avalonian sailors? Mm. Hansy. Hansy. We have a very, like, kind crew. I'm just saying. Not that I wasn't Hansy back, but <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying. I'm talking too much. Seriously, though, have you tried the grilled octopus? I haven't eaten a good meal in, like, a month. Excuse me! So she orders, like, a they big... They bring you over some, some popo, yeah. or whatever they call it. Yeah. Orders a big plate of food, bottle of wine, pouring a cup. Isn't letting anybody talk. I figured. I get up. She's had Annika and Ezra for company. I have also not had a good conversation in like a month. So I'm going shopping. <laughs> I have given it. Oh, I'll get this. I have given Edmundo a, a stack of gold coins and we are going to have the finest meal. You've never seen a kitchen this beautiful. You've never slept in beds this soft. She isn't explaining what the fuck she's talking about but is just waiting for right. everybody else to catch up. So 
Tell me, Edmundo says there was trouble with Becca. So what happened? Did Gregor have to cut off his left nutsack or something? No. Um, as Isabel was yelling, um, I got up and I I gave her like a very quick hug, but like a very you know I like a one of those hugs where you just do like a quick clap on the back and then you separate. What the hell? I thought we were friends. I. We. I go for it again. There, she clasps her firmly and like makes it like super like mm. like Okay, you're making it weird. I No, this is nice. Alright, I okay. I separate my Isabel, let Elisa go. As someone who comes from an area of the world where they do like to hug and kiss each other on the cheek as a gesture of friendship, I'm not big on that anyway. Uh, the only the only Vodache woman I've ever met who does not kiss her friends upon the mouth upon meeting them, upon seeing them. On the mouth. That's not true. That's <laughs> I don't know what kind of friends you have. I don't know what... I, yeah, I think the word friend cha- is very, very loose there. It cha- changes. I have many friends. Okay, so... You have a mouth fungus. Move on. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Good lord. Um, I, I look at Isabel and I go... Becca was there. We did have a run-in with Becca, but I seem to have made her into a business partner for the future. That is interesting. I thought it was. Are you going? What kind of business is it going to be? Like sheep's cheese, like fine silk, what? Oh, you know, when I take my family's trading company back from my treacherous brother. Oh. Oh, so we're going to stage some sort of coup. I love it. Yes, that will be an issue for a different day. However, she did take Alcenzia as a, she was calling it an insurance policy. I let her keep her because, quite frankly, it's the only place I think that that girl is safe on this, in all of Thea. What? I, I'm so sorry. The girl that we split the crew Went off. Broke the deal with the pirate queen. All of this. And you give her to Becca? She had us at cannon point, Isabel. Well, how did she get how did she get you at cannon point? It's kind of like being caught with your trousers down, no? It's a long it's a long story. I was over working my magic on the Sultana's pleasure. Uh? Either no, I should have phrased that differently. Either way, oh no, you should have seen her trying to flirt with the with the captain of that ship. Oh my god, on Gregor's (gasps) foot! You did what? I did nothing. Oh come on, no, no, no! I heard the word flirt. It's my favorite word. No, I. It doesn't. He told me I had nice rubies. That's not the point. The point. (gasps) You showed him your rubies. I did. Please, no. Good lord, you're both insufferable. As I was saying, Gregory's just quietly, as quietly as possible, laughing. I hate everyone. Thank God she didn't say Ezra's rubies. Oh God! (laughs) Oh dear, Ezra's stones. I I showed him Ezra's stones. What? (laughs) Oh goodness! (laughs) I say, my brother had sold Alchenzia into a marriage pact. Oh, and in doing so, also Becca gave me knowledge that my brother is purposely sinking his own ships, the Vespucci ships, to get 
insurance money. All this fraud, you know, my brother's a fraud, so it makes sense. Oh. That's, um... Alcenzia is not safe in Vodace until Rodrigo is gone. And therefore, I left her with Becca because Becca and I struck a deal. And we have one of Becca's men, her best, one of her best men, her second. That's, I, I describe Omar because I don't think he's around. Um, yeah, I say not. he's a good man. He's going to be with us. Hasn't asked any questions and that is what's happening. So Alcenzia is safe. We did do what we set out to do, but she's not here. So, and she gave me, and I, I pull out, I've put the key on the same necklace that I wear, um, I have my wedding rings on. Okay. And I pull out the key and I go, she also gave me this. And it's to something that belongs to my husband in his house. My brother has bankrupted the Orsini family. Completely taken over all of their trades. But she said that there's something here for me to look at. So, and I tuck the key back in. When we get back to Vidace, that is what I will be doing. Hmm. Sounds like your brother's a bastard. He is. So Now, what did you mention about beds and nice kitchen and Edmundo's cooking for us? Where Did you rent us something? I Is this going to come out of the ship's budget? I need to know. Of course that is what you were concerned about. Not my extreme gesture of kindness. Well, we have been spending a lot of money. I have just sent Edmundo with 20 gold. He is going... Oh my goodness, the ingredients that man can buy with 20 gold. You've never had anything like it. No. You may have heard me mention... First of all, where are we? You're in a tavern. In San Miguel. No, no, no. San Miguel. On the map. Where are we? You you, igno- uh, you ignore Amos's. Gregor, could you quickly make me a, um, a wits and notice roll? Wits and notice. Sure. Oh, and I got right three, sir. Keep going, Yosemite. Okay, so, where are we on the map? In the world? Castile, yes, but more specifically? The, I believe we're in the area that you hail from, no? Correct, yes. Yes, I was wondering when someone was going to bring it up. Yes, this is this is my birthplace, my my origin, you know, the You see Edmundo Gregor walk past with a whole yak and uh, I got chickens too. And he's walking past with a he takes a a bowl right past the front window of the tavern. I am so proud of you. Go- oh, thank you. For 20 God. gold. He's like got a lot of money. I thought you were going to say in the bar. I thought we were going to get kicked out. No, no, he's just walking past the front. He's just already bought a bull. Please tell me he's not going to put that on the ship. No, I mean, what's left? I don't think it'll make it onto the ship. Oh my God, short ribs. I'm fine with eating it. I just don't want to, I just don't want to smell it on the feckin' ship. Oh, Uh, you won't smell it, don't you? It's poops are the size of you. I understand. So, anyway, the point is, this is the place I come from. It has been many, many years, far too many but I'm not going to tell you how many because a lady never reveals her age. But um, it has been several years since I have been home and it's too long since I have seen my mother. 
and she has a big house with a big kitchen. And I thought it would be nice to go and see her. And also to bring friends as a buffer because I love her. She is the light of my life. She is sainted. But, you know, uh, I feel a bit of guilt. It's been many years. So I need I need backup, okay? She's a Castilian mother. You don't understand. Isabel, I'm from Vodace. You may understand. Please, I know very well, especially since I left my mother, what, six years ago? Uh, you understand more than I thought, so I... I need some friendly backup and distraction so she has other people to talk to instead of just me. So everybody, at, what's happening is Isabel is offering everybody a place to stay. That way you can stop spending money at the tavern or, you know, sleeping on ship at night. Um, you have a crew of close to 30, 35 men. The uh, bulk of them can go up uh, and you'll have to leave just a skeleton crew with the ship just to make sure everything stays right in the harbor. That's not a problem. But you are in a town that the Monero family's name is fairly well known. Uh, Gregor, how many do you want to leave of the 30? Because you have a bu- couple that have passed. But, you know, with the... Um, Annika and Ezra and everybody else there, how many did you want to leave on board the ship before uh, you head out to the estate? Then if we've got 30, just do half and half. Uh, 15 can go, 15 stay? Like swap each day? We're here. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're going to be here for a couple of days, I would think. Yeah. Uh, probably just to get recuperated and let everybody get their, their legs underneath them and then head over to Castile to the mainland in order to... Because um, going to the mainland from here can be a, a, a few hours by another boat, but you're already harbored and docked here. So if you want to leave the ship here and then go to Castile and then come back this way, that's probably what makes the most sense. Yeah. Cause the big, the port that you would have to go to is further around the horn. So this would just be straight over to a beach and then you'd catch in the town to catch some horses and go. Um, yeah, we'll do it that way. But in the meantime, you make your way out. So the 15, you choose which 15 are staying. Annika and Ezra say that they'll be up later on They're in town buying supplies as was making sure that there's enough gunpowder and stuff like that. Annika's probably uh, nursing some bruises from the cannonballs. Probably whatever she was catching, uh, doing with trying to learn whether or not she could actually catch a cannonball. Uh, the Monero estate sits on what appears to almost be like, you could imagine grapevines around it, but they weren't vinters. They weren't wine, you know, grape producers. Um, but it's on that kind of land. Um, this was obviously a volcano at some point that just went inactive or, you know, is dormant. And it has that really type of soil that just grows everything when it gets wet. And uh, they have this beautiful palatial house, arches and the whole bit. So you take horses and you ride out there and everyone's talking. And Edmundo's got a small cart with a donkey um, that he's named Giuseppe. And he's very excited for the donkey, but he's got all this food and the, and the, and the bull is behind it. And there's chickens and eggs and all kinds of kinds of stuff. Uh, you're definitely going up with several wheels of cheeses, a couple barrels of wine. It's it's a good sized cart. And uh, <clears throat> as you approach, you see this palatial house. It's got the red tile roof, very Castilian. Um, there's a lot of overgrowth to the front of the house. There's the, the lands aren't as cared for, maybe as you might have assumed or you would think. Jezebel, you understand why. Uh, there's a portrait of Jezebel's mother, Maria Encarnacion Gonzalez. That was her mother's maiden uh, picture when she was uh, getting ready to be married. So you can see that picture there. She was a very beautiful Castilian woman. 
still is very, very pretty for her age. Um, not that dour matronly type, much more fiery, a little bit, you know, when you finally are able to meet her. So everyone arrives. It's probably now close to four o'clock in the afternoon. The sun is still up. Weather's comfortable. It's June. I mean, there's a nice breeze from the ocean because it's an island. So you're getting this beautiful breeze. Uh, no one comes out to greet you, though. But there is a man uh, kneeling outside the front door right there on the on this these small paver stones that are out uh, that are, you know, there's some weeds growing in between them and stuff. But he's just kneeling. He's kneeling on the on the ground and is. He's dressed very differently than anything you've ever seen before. Very, almost like in, he's in, like a some sort of a sleeping jacket or something, like or or a bedgown. Is is he facing toward or away from the house? Towards towards everyone. Towards everyone. Yeah, he's watching everybody approach. He's just kneeling there in in front of the the door. Okay, so he's facing into the facing up the driveway into the, okay. the courtyard. Okay, so okay. Does he acknowledge us? Nope, just kneel. He's just sitting there. Do I know this guy? No. Um, Isabel, is this uh, is this how things work here? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't been here for like almost seven years. I don't know. Um, Excuse me. Um, Can I ask who you are? This is um, my family's home. Yes, Abel? Is that you? The door swings open. Ay, Dios mío. If I didn't know any better, I think that's Edmundo. See, si, Mama, it is <laughs> it is me, and here is Edmundo. Um, and who did you bring with you? A whole, band of, a whole band of ruffians? Some of the people that you went away with? This traveling circus? Is that what this is? No, this is not the circus. This is a different group of ruffians i guess i probably should have written you a letter before bringing the ruffians i realized my mistake now but um the man is still just kneel- just kneeling uh, there. mama who is this man oh that is kensai he's been waiting for you to speak to you okay uh, i have a hardest time with his name say your name for him for my for my daughter this is my daughter this is yes but this is the one you are looking for what i am kensai omiwara and he bows i flourish with a hat tilt bow it's probably not the same kind of bow as he did but i you know it's a bow now his bow is from the waist very japanese oh he looks japanese well now that i mean you've never seen somebody from from katai from the far east but or you if you have it's incredibly rare but yes uh he's the gentleman you see on the screen hair a little bit you know done but not pulled back tight younger man in his he's 27 and he's still just kneeling there there's one interrupt, just being very calm. Elisa, Gregory, you're like, wow, okay. She says, he has been here for nearly a month. Uh, I, I can't get him to leave. Rain or shine, he doesn't want to come inside. He says he has to wait for you. He's sitting in the, in the, well, I'm here now, my good man. Please get out of the dirt. Have you been sitting here seriously in all kinds of weather? Why don't we all go inside and I can explain and he can explain and we can do the whole big Castilian reunion thing, huh? If I may beg your apologies, um, Jezebel Manero. See, si? would you please do me the honor of fighting me? I... You want me to fight you? Yes, I've been sent from by my master, um, Oshi Toregara, to come to the west and best all of the great dueling houses, because he made a 
point to prove to one of the other Damio of my land that I was the greatest swordsman that ever lived. And I cannot go home until I have bested all of them. And you are the last one. Hi. You could not have picked any other duelist from Aldana House? I was told you are the best. Well, that is... And he looks at your mother. That is true. Well, it's... I mean... Mama! It's true. What is true? Mama! Uh, uh, Mundo, bring that things around the back, all my love. And she walks up, she hugs him. And she Mundo says, gets a hug your friends before are. I do... Uh, he can cook. And Mama! You're my brother. You know better. I never what, needed to sort- learn. Why? Because we had servants. Now we don't, and now I have to cook. Thank God for Edmundo. Oh, the so guilt. She's like, <laughs> well, there you go. She, she starts, she goes over and she goes, while they are talking, you must be, and she looks at you like, who are you? She's looking at you, Elisa. Oh, this is, forgive me, um, mother, this is. Kenzie backs, takes a step back. I will be with you in just a moment. Yeah, he understands. Um, what do I call you? I, extend... I, I give her a side. You eye. call her by her name. She I... has multiple. Please, I um, I extend a hand. Um, I, whatever the custom of Castile is, I would be very familiar with it, and I address her. Um, my name is Elisa Thomas. I am Donna Maria. Just so nice, to, or you incarnation, <laughs> but. Please, Donna Maria is fine. It's so welcome to my home. Welcome to our home. Welcome to the home that Isabel fled. But please, but so it is so we are so glad to have you here. And and who is this? And she looks at Gregor. Gregor takes a step toward her and gives a very courtly bow. Um, I took the time to dress in my actual, you know, captain's coat. Oh, nice. And uh, introduce myself. Uh, my name is Gregor O'Smythe, my good lady, and I am captain of the Seraphim and the crew. Pleasure to make your make your acquaintance. Welcome to our welcome to our ancestral home. I'm so if her father were alive, he'd be weeping tears. But please, what? you are all welcome. Why to would come he inside. be weeping tears? Thank you for your. You have played for how many years? How many? Seven. That's a, a third of your life gone. I haven't seen you. I wear a quarter, I, I not a third, to... but okay. Oh, Kenzie steps forward again. He says, "Yes, I would." I please forgive the intrusion. I did not. I do not mean to break up a family reunion. If this is not a good time, I can wait. It is more important for you to be back with your family for the evening. I, Kenzie, and he goes. He kneels back down. Are you going to just sit there until I whip my sword out at you? I am not able to go home to see my wife and child until I have bested all nine of the duelists. You are number eight. As soon as we have that moment, I can go home. Or I will be buried here. It is a beautiful spot to die. Mama, how long has this man been here? A month? And uh, a few days. Have you fed him? Have you? He has. He has. I fed him. I mean, he doesn't eat much. A little bit of fish, some rice. He's very self-sufficient. He's... And he's also chopped some wood. He's been very helpful I mean, when he's not just sitting there waiting for you to come up the road. How did you know that I would be here? Or did you just come here because this is my ancestral home? I was told to seek out the greatest swordsman. And I heard legendary tales of Miss Maria, Miss Donna Maria. But she told me that as good as she was, 
of a great fighter that you were better, and that is why I've waited for you here. But yes, your mother was was considered of the Aldana school of of dueling. She was a phenom. But here's the kicker: when he arrived to fight her, she said, "Well, I'm good, but my daughter's better. I'll wait for your daughter." <laughs> he said, "Down." <laughs> this is. Kensai, I'm happy to get this out of the way so you can go home to your lovely wife and family and I can enjoy my family. Is this a duel to the death? Because I have no desire to, you know, kill you, my friend. Every time a member of the Fuso Samurai draws their weapon, it is to the death. And I am prepared for that. I have been sitting here. But I give you time to prepare. That is why I'm saying it does not have to be today. It will not Isabel be today. It will not. And you are more than welcome to come and break bread with us. We have prepared food enough for a small army. I have smelled the bread. It is not always. There's something. Ab- I, I am fine on just a small bowl of rice. If you have it. If not, I will be okay till, t- till some other time. Hi. This, Thank you very much. This quiet, you know, stoic martyrdom thing. I'm sure it works very nicely in the ladies. It doesn't work on me. Okay, you can sit there. And... The rest of your crew are just staring at him like... Someone will come to check on you later, but... Why isn't why, why is in his bathrobe? What's that all about? It's his traditional <laughs> dress. Leave him alone. We're going to go inside. If you're seri- if you are honestly content to sit here, I'm going to go see my family. Enjoy your evening, Isabel Manero. And he bows deeply. Great. I'm looking forward to Christ. She starts mumbling in Castilian, like, what the fuck? And finally makes her way over to her mom. He's very sweet. But he's got this whole I want to kill somebody thing. That's a little odd. Uh, Mama. I mean, I get it. You do realize you could have said anyone else's name, but you said mine, and now I have to... He didn't tell me about the whole kill them thing until we got deep into the conversation. He said he was coming for the best duelist. I swore to God that it was you, and now he has it in his head that it's you. And while I am incredibly... I'm hugging her as I'm saying this. Like, I pull her in for the hug. And while I am very appreciative that you believe so highly of me, I now have to kill someone on your lawn. Well, he looks pretty dangerous, and I've seen him with that sword practicing. He does it several hours So he's going to kill me on your lawn. I'm just saying that I wouldn't take it lightly. No, I don't. I don't take any of this lightly. I know, but that's the problem. This has all gone very wrong, and I didn't even know you were coming home. I figured that sometimes he'd back away and go home himself. Who knew he was going to sit here for a month and then that you would show up? It's been seven years, Isabel. I thought we were safe. I know. I know I should have written a letter. I should have said something. No, why would you? Oh, so wait. It's not that the letters were lost at sea. It's not that the missives never arrived to me. You just never wrote them. This is what I'm now hearing from my daughter. I go back inside. And she walks away from me. Mama. Like, I start following her. I started to write letters. I sent coin. I never got anything. Yes, you did. I know that you did. (laughs) But you just admitted, I could have written some letters. I could have written- also, you didn't write letters. I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> I could have written more letters. So the inside of the house is not as palatial as the outside. There has been things that have been sold. Uh, some things had been, like the tapestries, you can see that there are spots in the wall that, have, that are much lighter where tapestries would have hung. They're gone. Um, the, the dining room table still exists. The chairs are, you know, they're, they're there. It's been... It's been several years since, well, almost seven years, six or seven years, since the Monero family uh, had some troubles and fell on some hard times. So they've had to get rid of some things. Uh, They've ended up selling pieces of furniture here and there, hope chests, uh, a couch, whatever they had to do to make ends meet. But the, the pride of the family, the coat of arms is still on the wall, though. 
that's still beautifully on the wall. Yes, and Gregor is Gregor. They're speaking in some in in, a, in like a broken English. They're, they're, again, uh, unless it's unless somebody tells me they go to a a, a a native tongue intentionally, or I let you know it because someone's trying to do something no, sneaky no. or like like the the Vestons. The confusion is honestly more of this is the reunion. He's like. He, he, oh yeah, he was thinking it would be tearful, and I love you, and I haven't seen you, and they're berating each other, and it's just like, what? I thought they were gonna hug, and now they're hugging, but they're still yelling. Well, that's yeah, the typical. <laughs> Welcome to Castile, baby. <laughs> so the downstairs, uh, the sitting room has a small a love seat. Uh, obviously, you you look at near the fireplace. It's not lit right now, but there's parts of broken furniture that have been used for that. Maybe even one of the beds upstairs had to be broken up at some point. It's just, they're just trying to get back on their feet. And Isabel's brothers and sisters have gone out and some of them are old enough where they've gone off to work or done, seek their fortune. But she's, uh, but she's back home now. And yeah, Edmundo is automatically going for the kitchen. The 15 other people are gathered around. Um, but okay, Isabel, so Gregor, you're offered some wine by the mother. She... She, they still have, you know, uh, that's right. Edmundo brought casks up. So he steps one and taps it. She pours you some wine, gives everybody some. Like I said, Kenzie just remains outside. They, they, Someone shuts the door and he just stays outside. This whole situation is is absolutely crazy. And mm. I never expected I'll try this. to go through it this quickly again. About a month and a half. No, no, no. Ago, Mama, so. I understand. I'm just ta- I, I'm commenting on the, the circumstance. I don't need to hear this. Circumstance. He's killed seven other people. I mean, eight. Oh, no, eight. If you're Aldana, you're the last one. He, t- I mean, this is no joke. I, I know. I, and and now he knows you're here. And now he knows I'm here. And you don't I've have just... to fight him. And what? Leave the man to sit here and die. That's his own choice. Have my reputation as a duelist be besmirched? Besmirched. Why would your do? Why would your reputation be besmirched if he's from another land with different rules? Who knows what what he's been saying throughout the. My God, people in the village have seen him sitting here. I can just go shoot him then. Save us all the trouble. Oh my God. You He's will do ready no- to die anyway. You will do nothing of the kind. You have no honor. You have none. You have none. Don't it's listen not a matter to of me. honor. I don't want to lose my guard, my best fighter on a oh, stupid bet. Oh. Look, you and I both know that if Isabel goes and duels this man, Isabel is the one that's going to walk away. But right now, she has other things to attend to. Isabel, as you were. It's nice to know that if I was going, you know, into a duel with a famed, you know, swordsman from the Far East, that your main concern would be that your ship would be without a marine or, you know, a weapon. Nice to know. I think that was a nice way of saying it. I mean, that's maybe a little harsh way of saying it, but I think he was trying to look out for you. He's, I mean, shooting him may not be the nicest way of doing it. It's nice but, to know that yeah. you see me as, you know, just a pointy stick to, you know, shove at people. Anyway. Not like you think much higher of me. Conversation for another time. <laughs> I point the boat, you pull, you poke the stick. <laughs> I've completely lost track of thought. This is beside the point. Oh. It was about you coming home. You're showing everyone around the lower level of the house. You brought 15 drunken sailors. Am I going to get accosted? Mama, no. On, I, oh. I, t- I look at the crew. <laughs> I am not fucking joking. If any one of you are even slightly disrespectful, yes, but I can handle myself. Let me be your daughter, please. 
Let me let me be a woman. Maybe one. Of, it's been a while. I do not know. Maybe. Have you slept with the man outside? No. Mama. No. How dare you? How dare you? You've kept him on your lawn for a month. No, he asked to stay. Well, he really didn't even ask. He just said, "I'll wait here," and he sat down. What am I supposed to think? A strange man in well, bed clothes kneeling on my mother's lawn. It's 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 made me a scandal, but you know. I need to take one second, listeners. Gregor just typed something foul in the group chat. Time out, Gregor. It was not that foul. Go away. It wasn't that foul. We're I not going to... No, 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 no. It was, it was foul. This is it about was, my it mom. Wasn't, it wasn't brutal, but it was foul. It's about my she mom. Brought, Isabel, you brought the point up in the first place. It was gentle. It was gently said. Actually, his, her mother's been saying, don't tell the sailors not to accost me. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Anyway, so, Mama, would you, how much of my story would you like to hear? The long, the short, the tall, the skinny, what? Over dinner. Over, oh, okay. <laughs> not now, then. There's so much more that we, there's things we, I mean, oh, we have to get lean-ins on the beds upstairs. No, We're no, don't, to... you do not worry yourself a finger. You can send the ruffians back if you no, they are your friends. I just thought maybe this was that traveling troupe that you learned how to do acting with when you ran off and were doing when you were dressing like men for stage money. Shame upon my house. My beautiful daughter hiding all of her assets under men's flouncy clothes to stand there and have people throw pennies at her because she can recite Shakespeare or whatever his hell the his name is. Shakespeare, mama. He's whatever the greatest he bard who ever lived. Oh, bards. And Castile has no bards. We have bards. Above. I have bards coming out both sides of my ass. Is that the right expression? Is that how you say it in that cat? We right, have bards and level? nobles. Anyway. Both sides of my ass? Is that how you say that? It's Both I sides it's... of your face, I believe. You're speaking out both sides of your mouth? Uh, they both have cheeks. That's a fair point, milady. Yeah, call her milady. She likes that. Captain, please sit. Tell me all about yourself. What, where, you hail, obviously, from an island where there are very pale people. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, my lady, no matter how much time I spend in the sun, I never get any tan. I come from Innismore. Innismore. Hmm. That is, well, it must be north of here. It's a nice place. Uh, it's a bit dreary and cold, but it's a nice life if you can get by. Dreary and cold. I do not like the cold. It's some. It's not for me, but for you, obviously, it made you into a strong and stout captain, which is a which is an impressive thing. I uh, that and getting shot. Well, I've been shot at. I, I've actually, I think one time, I, yes, I was shot. My shoulder, I was shot. I have a small scar to show. You all right, Isabel? I didn't know this. I'm <laughs> mother. I've learned so much about you since I've been away, which is strange that it took me leaving home to discover many facts about my mom. But mm. again, we don't have. What are you? T what are you speaking of? To what you you know? I am an open book. Apparently, not an open book, Mama. Hmm. The Order of the Rosen Cross. I know. Oh. Well, Your sister. I never knew you had a sister. You weren't supposed to. Why not? 
I'm not very fond of her. She's a bit of a pain in the ass. To be to speak frankly, I mean, she's. I found her a most remarkable a good, woman. How did you run into her? Where was she? She appeared to me in you know some. Oh, she appeared to you. Here we go. Some island. This is how you found out about my secret. Someone appeared to you. Your sister. Like through a doorway. No, she brought me into a church and told me all about that there is this place and I needed to go to it. People there were... If I wanted to know more about you, I had to go and talk to this priest at this one church on the island of San Sancha. So I went to the Isle of San Sancha, I went to the church, and we ended up like in this sort of dream state vision quest. I don't know. I'm speaking in hushed tones so the crew can't hear me. Be crazy. They're they're drinking okay, and they're looking around. Making and, merry. Okay. And several of them have gone outside and are not being incredibly kind to Kensai. No, that's not cool. Well, that's what they're doing. Okay, we're gonna. They're sailors. We're gonna from stop. Avalon. That's not okay. Does Gregor? Gregor, yeah. Understand yeah, you see them go outside, doing. Gregor. I mean, they're 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 asking sarcastically slanted questions. Okay, I'm gonna, Gregor kind of takes notice and uh, as politely as he can between the two women says, if you'll excuse me, I need to go check on my crew. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, What's the matter? You can't afford real clothes? And they kind of touch his garment and he just... That's <laughs> so rude. God. Um, Lauren, it's not, not 2022. <laughs> it's 1640. They're lucky that... He's lucky he hasn't had a bottle smashed over his head at this point yet. Nobody liked outsiders back then. Everybody was a little bit wary of everybody. Um, I pull out my whip and okay. I snap the ground at the feet of whoever just said that. We're only having a spot of fun, Captain. You're not going to have any fun at someone else's expense. One guy looks and says, then how else do we have fun? Figure it the There's fuck out and leave the man alone. You don't have to like him, but you're not going to mistreat him just because he's different. All right, Gregor. Well done. You can take a hero point for that. That was interesting. Thank you. Save that for next time. We're going to need it. (laughs) All right. Things are coming up. Jezebel, back to you. So she says, when I met your, before I met your father, I was given a sword by my mother and I was put on the path of the Rose and the Cross and I became, well somewhat renowned for it, but I fell in love with your father and, you know, I had this maternal calling that I wanted to be a mother. And at some point I needed to step back from my duties a little bit, but when you were still young, I trained several other knights to go out on their journeys and your aunt knew this, but I always thought she was jealous. I never thought she really appreciated the things that I had done in my youth. I always thought she was a little bit curt and jealous of it, but it seems that you know, if she was telling you about it, maybe there is something there. Maybe I misunderstood. And after your father and I were doing well with the mine, I, you know, continued in any way I could. I would uh, help peasants if they had bad crops. I would send money to the mainland for orphans. They, they, we we did what we could to help. See, and I always found that the most admirable quality of yours, it's a quality that in my own small way that I have, you know, adopted myself. I like to think that I'm a generous person, which I get from you. That being said, um, well, you invited fifteen people here. You had to be generous. Uh, 
That was very generous of you to do. I am also funding the meal, the, all of it. I said you are generous. Yes, yeah, thank, thank you. I have a question. Please don't be mad at me when I ask you this. I'm not going to fight him. No. Is that what you're going I'm to ask I'm not me? going to ask you to fight him. I would never. Well, I'm, a little, I'm out of practice, Isabel. I, I would fought him 10 years ago. I might have even fought him. But today, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I would stand a chance. You're not going to fight him. Just okay. put the thought out of your head. No, it. this is a little bit more serious than that. Did um The generosity thing, the money thing, this order of the Rosen Cross, your duties, your obligations. Mm-hmm. I never understood why exactly all of the money suddenly went, you know, was gone. Father was so, de- like, he fell into such a depression well. and he couldn't balance the books. And did you, did you cause that? I had no idea the mine was going to cease producing at the, at the levels it was. We were on, we thought we had at least hmm, another 20, 30 years, but the veins dried up and the surveyors were unable to find another shaft and we cut several more, but there was no silver. But in the meantime, I had already sent away quite a bit of money to people who had been suffering from the war in Eisen. Um, So many children, so many orphans, so many people who had needed uh, refugees, who needed another start. And I was called upon by my order to help. I told your father that I would send some, and thinking we had enough, I was sent more than maybe I should. But it was all done because, like I said, I had no idea that the mine was going to, within two years, go to such where it was barely spitting out, you know, 30 pounds at the end. Ten By the time it was done, it wasn't even that. It was less. We were taking out, you know, a ton of silver a year. Then it kept dwindling, and within five years, it was down to almost nothing. And I, I know I was there. And see, now the the house is like this, and well, it's still ours. We still have it. I mean, I'm doing okay. We, I haven't. I've taken some of the money that you sent, and I've been able to pay off all debtors. So what's what you see is what we have. There's no more debtors and creditors. We are all good that way. Now we just have to, one day, hopefully, rebuild our fortune and make the land viable again. I mean, we could do other things with it. I just have not had the money to invest. And I am by myself, for the most part. Uh, except for Kensai for the last month, as I said. Of course. I I just don't like seeing you by yourself. This isn't... Everything is just so different. This isn't the way that we grew up. And father is dead, and all of us are, you know... Julian, Luca, where where are they? Like, do they not come and like support you? Why are you here in this big house, like all alone by yourself? Everyone has lives. They move on. Things go on. Your your younger brother is at sea. He is joined with a merchant company. He is doing very well. I I hear from him. Uh, last time I got the letter was maybe three months ago. He's doing well. Uh, the others, they are. One is married. I, the, people move on. You know, this is not, I never raised all of you to stay here entirely in your lives. This was always to be your home, but not the, not where you lived. lived. You live where your life takes you. And I understood that. Your father wanted nothing more than this for you. If somebody, and yeah, Isabel, this home, one day will go to the children and you will have it and it'll be yours. But for now, it is in my care and I'm doing the best I can with what I have. Of course, of, of 
of course. You, I just, I wonder, I can't help but wonder what my life, what all of our lives could have been if you hadn't given all our money away so that when the mine closed down, we had no more coin and the debtors came, broke father's leg. He never recovered. He died. Next thing you know, the rest of us have to work. And then I go off and join the traveling circus band of ruffians and have to wear man's pants for a living. Sometimes I just wonder. Yes, Isabel. This home is still dry. It's still warm. I'm still here. The money that we gave away were to people who had no home, whose parents died, who were innocent but caught in a brutal conflict, people that needed to restart because they had babes, mothers with babes attached to their breasts who needed food and clothing. This is not, no. We are less comfortable, but we are safe. And your father's leg, you know, I, I will take that to my grave as my own fault. That is partly on me. But at no point did your father throw me out. Did he leave? Did he, he understood. And I would not, I, Jezebel, I would, if I had to move to a smaller home and give up this property, but I was able to touch lives and save children and, and help them get homes, I would do it all over again. I, I may not leave you with as much, but I hope I leave you with the idea that what we've lost, the small amount that we lost, so many gain. That is what it means to be a Knight of the Rosen Cross. It means that you're constantly understanding that as you are blessed, you must you must give back. You will, you have to share. It is there is beauty in the rose, but that beauty is not just for one. It is not for a select few. All should be welcome into the garden to see it. All should be allowed to 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 listen to the word and understand the the the, the majesty of of the protection and 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 the love of of those who are skilled, more talented, more blessed with virtues. Some people struggle. Some are born infirm. Some are born with sick. Uh, they have shorter lives, and those lives are miserable to begin with. Why not make them happy or give them a little something? This is the true meaning of what we do, and this is what I was trained to do. She sighs. You know, it's a little emotional. I needed to hear that. So, it... Well, I'm glad you came home to hear it. No, I'm... I know what you're going to do about the, the man from the Far East on the front porch, but... I don't know about that. What's the, what does the Rosen Cross say about, you know, fighting and killing? You know? Well, I don't. I mean, you, he's obviously been able to provoke or make others think that they could take him, and now, I mean, he's been away for a while. Is, I mean, he's been gone for almost three years on this journey, so I'm sure he's probably looking to end it. I don't think you should. I mean, I I I would like to think there's some other way out of it, but I don't know what it would be. Again, that I'm sorry for. My mouth got me in trouble on that one. Mm. See, but you are the best. I mean, you're actually from the what I've heard, and your sword skills are even better than I ever was. And I was pretty good. I always wondered why you didn't protest so much when I said, well, "I'm going off to join a duelist college." Bye. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a it's a good style. I I knew you would take to it. Of course. Um, she looks out the window at the guy kneeling there. I don't, I don't enjoy killing people. There is, there is no, there is no joy in that for me. 
I want to help this man and, you know, I want him to see his family again, but according to him, if he pulls that sword out, one of us has to die. Yeah, he made that very clear to me after I had already spoken and we had been, I mean, over the last few weeks, I begin to understand he's very serious about that sword. It's not just a tool to him. It is actually blessed by a spirit. There's this whole thing about it. Do you have that where you come from, Mr. O'Smythe? Do you, are your weapons blessed? Uh, no, I've never heard of a, a weapon being blessed. People, but not a weapon. No, he says that there is a, a kumai, I believe it's called. Some sort of a, a thing that lives inside the blade itself. And it, it, it to draw it without intent of... Because again, like, like Jezebel's saying, if you're not going to fight to end it, if you're not going to defend, you know, it has to be in defense or honor, then you don't pull the sword for any other reason. You don't just show it. You don't just take it out. It's, uh, he'll wait. He's waited this long. He can wait another day or two. All right. Hmm. Awkward silence of, I haven't seen you in seven years, and we've just had a big old emotional conversation, and right. there's a man that wants to kill me on the porch. Which sounds like a great place to wrap it up. Well, that concludes season one of The Secrets of the Seraphim. Uh, we just want to say thank you for joining us for this season. Uh, we've had a really great time putting it together. Uh, we think that uh, we've created some beautiful NPCs and some great player character uh, personalities for you. And uh, we look forward to bringing you season two. Uh, but we'll be off for a couple of months uh, rewriting, working. Uh, it's convention season right now. So, of course... Um, Part of what we do as a business is to go and teach other people what we do and show other people how the Bardic College does its thing. So uh, we'll be out for a couple of months, but we'll be back with you towards the end of summer uh, with all new episodes, hopefully, of The Secrets of the Seraphim to start uh, the, the second season and bring you forward with Jezebel and Ezra, Gregor, Elisa, and of course, Annika Finley. So from all of us here at the Bardic College, again, thank you for joining us. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe, and um, we hope to see you again real soon. Have a great season, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of the Seraphim. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you would be interested in helping us continue to bring these adventures to you, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege to gain access to our solo adventures, interviews with the writer and casts, and advanced news about our appearances at conventions. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Bardic College page. Until next time, may all your days be filled with fair weather and calm seas.